106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Children being sniffed by Crooked Joe. Hunter Biden in the corner trying to get even higher. And Pocahontas dressed up like an Eskimo. Chris Christie ate all the turkey and the mistletoe. Peekaboo Letitia James just ain't that bright. If you're in the room when Eric Swalwell lets one go, you'll find it hard to breathe tonight. They know that Trump is on his way. He'll close the border on the first day. And their whole plan will have backfire. When we tell Crooked Joe, you're fired. And so I'm offering this simple phrase. We'll say it from now until the end. Though it's been said many times, many ways, make America great again. We are living in a volatile political environment. You know, to just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. <laughs> right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that. And he has lifted them up. He has to rig these investigations. Why? Because Hunter's running out of money and can't pay his lawyers. Hunter racked up $10 million in legal fees and can't pay it back. Now, wait a second. Why isn't Hunter working? Because we were told this Yale-educated international businessman didn't need his dad to earn a living. He was making millions on his own, right? So what's stopping Hunter from working now? Does it have anything to do with him not being allowed to sell access to daddy anymore? It's almost like that's the only reason he was getting paid. Because if he wasn't, he should be making it rain in the Biden economy. Bidenomics. Best economy in 50 years. I can hold it. Yeah, I can hold it. It's fine. It's fine. Hi, it's Margaret. I'm excited because I'm here at the vaccination center getting a booster. It's my 45th booster. I've had 44 boosters. I've had COVID 14 times. But I know if I hadn't had my 49 boosters, my COVID would have been so much worse. And today I get a threefer. Threefer. I know. I thought it was buy one, get one free, but it's threefer. I've got my booster. I've got my cold and flu. And I've got my shingles, which I didn't know I needed, but I definitely must do. At this point, I'll be made up more of boosters and vaccines than I will of blood. And guess what I got given today? Prick loyalty card. I'm so excited. So every time I get a booster or a jab or a prick or a vaccine, I get a loyalty reward point. And look how well I'm doing. Ah, I only need two more and then I can get myself a heart attack. I want every nut. I want every bolt. I want every screw that's laying on the ground. I want everything to go out. And one of them said to me, Millie, he said, sir, it'll be cheaper if we left everything. I said, where does this guy come from? Where does he come from? A brand new airplane cost $128 million, right? I said, you mean you think it's cheaper to leave it than to fill it up with little 
a little fuel let's and fly it the hell out to even if you just fly it to Pakistan then you bring it back home or you fly it back home most of them can make that journey right oh it's better to leave it there shot I don't want to tell you what I had to go through with this paper some of the dumbest people I've ever met in my life December evening here in Northern California. You're listening to Live with Lou. Or sorry, you're listening to No Hostages Radio. I uh, I do a live show on Saturdays as well as this show pops up on Saturdays. Anyway, this is uh, the podcast and it is No Hostages Radio. If you want to reach out to me, you can by uh, leaving a message on my cell phone or email. I'll give you my phone number first, 530 713 one eight three eight. Once again, five three zero seven one three one eight three eight. The email is Lou L O U at nohostagesradio.com. Once again, Lou at nohostagesradio.com. That website of nohostagesradio.com contains our former episodes and our uh, articles that we've written for the Territorial Dispatch, which is a weekly paper given away free in various retail establishments. You can, um, you can check it out online at territorialdispatch.com. I'm not in there every week like I used to be because they don't, uh, the new owners don't choose to do that, and I don't write because I don't, uh, I don't write for my own pleasure, uh, and I write for them for free, so if they... I don't know that they're going to run it. I'm not going to write. So nohostagesradio.com and, and the territorialdispatch.com is a, is a good uh, local paper here in Northern California. A lot of conservative articles. Uh, so you can check that out. Let's see what else there is. Like I mentioned, I stumbled uh, to start. There is a Live with Lou show on KMYC 1410 AM. If you want to listen to that live, you can go over to the no hostages radio dot com website and then click on listen live at 10 a.m. Saturday morning left coast time and we were on there for three hours live if you care to do that so yeah you could do uh, send a, information to me uh, on the uh, email lou at no hostages radio dot com I, uh, I have a handful of people that send me uh, clips articles, information, or just talk to me about things I've been talking about to confirm uh, or correct or whatever. I'm open to anything, uh, but I got, I, I'm going to read one here in a minute about the fire insurance debacle in California. But that was sent in here about uh, probably 24 hours ago by uh, someone that lives in our county where we're sitting. We're sitting here in Yuba County, California. That's up in the north if you're not familiar with Northern California and primarily an agricultural and mountainous area where we used to harvest a lot of timber and there's a lot of water resources here as well. 
So it's a nice area, it's a rural area, and uh, used to be known for in the 1800s as the Gold Rush area of California. So thank you for listening, and um, appreciate that, and hope you hope you learned something from the show. We're working hard at it, and uh, the main thing is we want to convey something that benefits you. And uh, so let me start uh, by talking about the fire insurance uh, issue in, in California. And uh, the goal of environmentalists in California has been to push people out of the rural areas like Northern California and push us, force us uh, through regulations into the big cities. And they want to rewild the state. In other words, turn over farmland. I guess they think they're just going to get their groceries from the store and not from farms. Uh, They want to turn the farmland back over to the flora and fauna of the state. They want to turn over the timber country or the timberlands uh, back to the uh, animals and creatures and just let them uh, grow and burn and grow and burn and no management, just let things go, just like before mankind got here. And uh, they think that's a good thing. It's become very destructive, uh, that approach in California, uh, beginning is in my remembrance of the spotted owl, where they claimed the spotted owl was going to go extinct. And, and the only way to, to preserve the life of the spotted owl was to eliminate harvesting of timber. So that eliminated the timber industry in southern Oregon and northern California. And that then eliminated lots and lots of jobs and lots of small towns in Northern California that lost their ability to support themselves. And uh, so more and more people, if you look at the top uh, uh, counties in California, by percentage of loss of population, you'll find that they're all rural Northern California counties. Now, obviously, the big counties, the big population counties like Los Angeles County, et cetera, lost the greatest number of people. But the the greatest percentage of population loss happened in the northern California counties that have been decimated uh, because of a uh, environmentalist uh, approach to stop mining and to stop timber and ultimately to stop farming and to also divert water uh, away from any type of use by people and send it all to the ocean by for use by fish. So um, I had been talking about the fact that the lack of timber management has led to these horrific fires. Fires are normal. Every year, fires are normal. Lightning is is the main culprit. But if the floor of your forest is relatively free of deep thatch, then the fire just kind of burns along the floor, and it doesn't really catch the trees on fire. And if you have a a rapid response, which we used to have, uh, they can put those fires out. However, now uh, what we have is fires that are so hot, so Uh, fast moving that firefighters just sit around on the perimeter and try to just cut a line that they could keep the fires from jumping over and uh, let it just burn burn everything to the ground burn all the creatures the animals the insects the snakes the reptiles everything to the ground and uh, and then let the next generation uh, wait for it to all grow back seems very damaging and counterproductive if you're caring about the uh, 
the creatures and vegetation. So uh, a lady, I had talked about the fact that Sutter County, both counties, Yuba and Sutter, have about just over 600 square miles. A lot of it is rural, and uh, and it needs, uh, some of it is managed by volunteer fire departments, and some of it is managed by paid fire departments. And so I've been mentioning over the last few weeks that where uh, the where there's uh, rural areas that are managed by either by paid or volunteer fire, fire uh, departments, the cost of insurance is higher because there aren't fire, fire hydrants. There isn't a hydrant system. They have to pack all their water with them. And uh, the response time's much slower because people aren't in neighborhoods. They're scattered out all over hither and yon. So uh, it's just the rates are higher. But when uh, the the forest fighting system in the state has completely broken down or been dis, uh, discontinued, then if the fire gets started, which we all know that fires are going to get started from even without even human help, uh, they're going to start. So then the fire insurance companies have no way to protect themselves um, from fires that are uh, allowed to run rampant. So fire insurance is going up. So I've been talking about a friend that li- that works in Yuba County but lives up in Nevada County. He moved up there, got a nice little place, and got settled in. And then they bumped their fire insurance up, and that fire insurance went up uh, $500 a month. And uh, he said, Lou, I couldn't afford it. We couldn't afford it. So we moved back down. We put our house on the market and moved back down here in that here being in Yuba County and uh, waiting to find a house down here, putting his house on, on the market up there. But who's going to buy his house? And so his mark, instead of the market being really hot during COVID, when a lot of Bay Area people were moving into the Nevada County area and working from home up there for uh, for San Francisco and the the West Bay and East Bay, uh, where where property was hot as can be, now it's cooled off because the insurance rates out in the rural Nevada County area is really high. So I was talking about it in Sutter County because the Sutter County supervisors keep saying that they don't have a responsibility to fund. Sutter County Fire Department, which is the fire department that takes care of all the rural areas. And you think, oh, rural, well, not much happens. But they also take care of the main Highway 99 and Highway 20, where there's some uh, nasty accidents that happen there. And that's Sutter County Fire's calling. They're trying, they're, they're, the supervisor's saying, well, we just want to have an all-volunteer department. That means the only cost would be paying for the the buildings they're operating out of and the engines and the supplies and uh, office supplies and everybody else, no payroll, right? But the people of Sutter County and people of every county and every city, when they, when they form these counties and cities, and even as they move into them, they expect their taxes to be used primarily for police and fire and forget the rest of the stuff. And it's been a shocker that Sutter County supervisors are uh, are uh, declining to carry out their duty. Uh, 
So one of the guys, I don't know who all is running over there yet. I heard Carm Baines is running unopposed. I would not vote for a person that's not going to fund fire. I would not vote for a person that's not going to fund law enforcement of some kind. It doesn't have to be a police department. could be a sheriff's department. But there has to be some law enforcement that our taxes are paying for. So back to insurance. Uh, what I've been telling the people of Sutter County, because there's some uh, citizens of Sutter County, due to the negligence of the Sutter County supervisors that are putting, trying to put an initiative on the ballot so people can vote themselves a fire parcel tax to pay for the fire department. You might think, well, I don't want another tax. Well, actually, most of you in rural Sutter County are already paying for a fire parcel tax, but it's old. It was started in the 1990s and costs have gone up. So what this initiative does is repeals the old tax and adds a different tax, a newer tax, a tax that's going to be a little higher. But it's also going to tax everybody. Some people somehow got out of the tax in some parcels for some reason. I don't have time to go into all the details, but the fact is, it seems like if everybody's going to get fire service, everybody should pay something, don't you think? So anyway, that, that's going on. If you want to sign up for the fire tax to put it on the ballot, doesn't mean you're going to vote for it, but to put it on the ballot, you should call 530-632-6195. That's 530-632-6195. Ask for Liz. And only people out in the county can vote on that or can put and sign up to put it on the ballot. It's not going to get on the ballot, and you think, oh, well, then I won't have to pay the tax. Here's how you're going to have to pay. If you end up with a volunteer fire department, your insurance rates are going to go way up. So would you like to pay $500 more a month, like my friend in Nevada County? Or would you like to pay maybe $50 to $100 a year? Big difference. Your choice. I'm not over there. I'm in the city of Marysville, so I know what I'm paying for city. And uh, But it's up to you. Now, I had a, uh, an email sent to me by uh, a, a resident of Browns Valley. That's in Yuba County. That's up up probably about 1,500 feet above sea level. We're down here at 65 feet, just up in the foothills. Beautiful area up there. She says, uh, thank you, Lou, for your Saturday radio program. Last week, we talked. To, you talked about the fire tax. So let me tell you, as many of us in Browns Valley have experienced cancellation of our homeowner's fire insurance. You see? Now, they don't have a volunteer department up there. They may incorporate volunteers, but they actually are covered by Cal Fire. But it says here, as she writes, the California Fair Plan, you know, it's, that's a euphemism where they it doesn't really mean what, what you think it means. It's kind of like Planned Parenthood. You think, oh, it's planning how to be a good parent. No, Planned Parenthood is about aborting children. So this is like the same thing. So the California pl fair plan, and she puts in parentheses, not fair. The California fair plan is the only choice many of us have between taxes and fire insurance. You, you hear that now? So you have your taxes you pay to the county, and that should be helping to cover fire, right? Between the taxes and fire insurance, our monthly expense is $1,000 per month. That doesn't include her mortgage, folks. That's a grand a month. 
and that's what proposition 13 some of you don't care anything whether you lose prop 13 if you lose prop 13 it's going to go up two to three times that in your in your property taxes And you're going to get a chance probably to vote on it this coming 2024. So her monthly expense for fire insurance and taxes is $1,000 per month. Now, I tried to get a hold of her to find out, hey, how big is your house and how much acreage do you have? Because a lot of those places up in Browns Valley are five acres plus a house. But I don't, you know, there's no palatial mansions. not like you're somebody that's like the houses on the coast of the Californian Malibu or something. So she's got a $1,000 mortgage and $1,000 on top of that, $2,000 a month just to be in it. That doesn't fix anything up. That doesn't maintain it. That doesn't pay utilities. That's just, uh, that's just to be there. She says, OMG, compared to years past, in other words, there's been a big increase, just like my friend that moved back from Nevada County. Almost unable to stay in our home, she says. So again, thanks for alert, alerting the public of the California cost of living. Trying to, I'm trying to continue to live here. I know a lot of you are in that same place. And I'll tell you the people that don't care about that, and that's those that work for government. And um, I want to just go over something since I'm talking about Yuba County. Yuba County, uh, I was talking about Sutter County uh, last week and the week before. So, Yuba County's per capita income, that's per, if you di- divide up uh, the income in, 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 uh, ca- in uh, sorry, Yuba County by the people working, it comes up to $30,036, $30,036 per person. I don't know how many are living on that, but uh, I don't know how you're doing it. Just one person, okay? The median household income is, of course, higher because many people live in families or just a a lady and guy live together or they're married or something. But the median household income, that's the median. That's not a total divided by all the people. That's an average uh, divided by all the households. This is a a median. That's the the figure right in the middle from the highest median household income to the very lowest. And the median is 66,693. I think it's probably costing you a lot. Uh, Most of you are wanting that kind of money. Now, the poverty rate in Yuba County is 15.6% of all the people are living below the poverty level or in poverty, according to federal guidelines. Now, the, here's what's happening. We have a haves and have not society today. And the haves are people that work for government and control the government. And they are what I call a, an aristocracy. An aristocracy. And the rest of the people are serfs. Not surfing, S-U-R-F. It's S-E-R-F, serfs. They're people, uh, they're the small, small people, the little people that are working day and night, day and night, some two or three jobs in order to pay taxes to pay these people. I'm going to tell you when we come back that are getting what we used to, what we used to call celebrity wages, celebrity wages. And I've been talking about the people over in Sutter County, which includes the bike County or the, or the behavioral health people over there that make 700, 600, 500,000, 400,000, 300,000, 200,000, hundreds make over $100,000. And so in Yuba County, 
the top top uh, wage earner who works for Sutter and you, but is a la- lady named Fong Lu, and she is the health officer. She does, is not a real medical doctor. She does not do to not see patients. She gets three hundred. This is two thousand twenty-two wages, three hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars for her job, and she she doesn't even take care of anybody in the jail or anybody in juvenile hall like the doctors used to once upon a time. All she does is a third of the job they used to do, and she gets almost half again as much as they used to, three hundred sixty-seven thousand. Then the administrator of the county, Kevin Mallon, gets three hundred and fifty-two thousand. That's ten times. 10 times, more than 10 times what the per capita income is in Yuba County. These people are uh, aristocrats, folks. I'm going to be right back. We have uh, five more segments tonight, and uh, then, uh, but we have a few clips for you in between. All right, here we go. Just got some clips. Be right back. people told you for days in advance that if the university sought to go ahead with that construction, they were going to physically destroy the university. Now, why did you negotiate many times? Negotiate? What is to negotiate? What is... The university is a public institution. That's right. But the university... Its own community and for the community of Berkeley that live around it. All of it began the first time some of you who know better and are old enough to know better let young people think that they had the right to choose the laws they would obey as long as they were doing it in the name of social protest. Nikki, you were bankrupt when you left the U.N., After you left the U.N., you became a military contractor. You actually started joining service on the board of Boeing, whose back you scratched for a very long time, and then gave foreign multinational speeches like Hillary Clinton is. And now you're a multimillionaire. That math does not add up. It adds up to the fact that you are corrupt. All right. Is that true? Yes. It is. Here are the stats. Here are the backups. In 2018, when Nikki Haley stepped down as U.N. ambassador, she owed a million dollars, a million dollars of debt to the Haley family. Okay, 2019 to 20, she took a job on the board of directors at Boeing, collected more than three hundred thousand dollars for doing so. Okay, Uh, in 2019, she wrote a memoir. With all due respect, it sold 100,000 copies. But we don't know how much she got for that. But I'm going to tell you, she got about four hundred thousand. That's what, from my knowledge of the publishing industry, probably got four hundred thousand. In nineteen, she bought a two point four million dollar home in Kiowa Island, South Carolina. And remember, just a year before that, she was a million in debt because she never couldn't got a mortgage for two point four. In twenty two, she wrote another book. If you want something done, leadership lessons from bold women, she got $350,000 advance for that. 22 again, she made $2.3 million from 11 speaking engagements, all corporate. That is astounding. Astounding. And in 23 as well, uh, Forbes estimated she had an $8 million fortune. So in five years, she went from a million in debt to $8 million in the black. Now, is that corrupt? No. 
Ramaswamy overstepped it. Is it dubious? Yes. The big thing is Boeing. While governor, Nikki Haley gave the Boeing Corporation out of Washington state tax breaks to go to South Carolina to open shop. Nothing wrong with that. Boeing employed a lot of South Carolinians. But then as soon as she gets out of the governorship, she's on the board of directors at Boeing. Okay? Um, you know, you make the call. Secretary of the Treasury said this. Said, sir, I'm sorry, but we can't, uh, we can't make a deal with them. They want, it's too late. They said it's too late. I said, it's not too late. Watch. And I get him on the phone, Emmanuel, how are you, Emmanuel? I hear you're taxing all of our companies that happen to do, yes, oh yes, Donald, we passed, we're the most beautiful accent, oh yes, Donald. We passed this uh, two weeks ago, it's nothing I can do about it. I said, all right, there's nothing I can do about this either. You either get rid of that tax, or every bottle of wine and champagne that comes into our country, and we have just as good as you do, if not better, Every bottle of wine or champagne that comes into our country, we're going to put a 100% tax on. And he said, no, 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 you cannot do that. I said, oh, I can do that. I'm going to do it. I have the legislation right in front of me. So you call me back within 20 minutes and let me know what you want to do. He calls me back within two minutes. We have decided not to charge your companies a tax. That was it. It was the end. Think Biden does that? She was born Hedwig Eva Maria Kiesler in Vienna, Austria. Her father was the director of a bank, and her Hungarian mother was a concert pianist. During the golden age of Hollywood, she was widely regarded as the most beautiful woman in the movies, her signature role in Samson and Delilah. But Hedy Lamarr also invented a key technology used against Nazi Germany during World War II. In 1942, Lamarr was awarded a U.S. patent for a confidential secret communication system a radio-guided torpedo with synchronized anti-jamming frequency hopping that prevented the interception or jamming of transmissions. Her innovation helped make possible a wide range of wireless communications technologies, including Wi-Fi, GPS, and Bluetooth. In 2014, Lamar was posthumously inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame, where she was dubbed the mother of wireless communications. are back. Let me get to where I need to be here. I got two, I got a number of windows I'm working through to jump around and keep track of everything today. All right. If you, uh, if you are needing some home security or business security, ranch security and industrial security, 
We recommend that you call Elite Universal Security. They're based in Yuba County, but they operate throughout the Northern California region. That's all the way up to the Oregon border. Elite Universal Security can be reached at 530-749-0280, 749-0280. They have all the different types of patrol, armed patrol, unarmed patrol, on foot patrol, car patrol, technology control. They got everything. Plus, they, if you want to learn how to shoot, you want to learn how to be a, uh, a uh, security agent, they can train you to do that. And you can check their website out at Elite University. Sorry, EliteUniversalSecurity.com. You can check their website out. You can reach them. And if you need a part-time job, full-time job, maybe you're a retiree from another industry and you think, oh, I, I could use a few hours of work. The costs are killing me here in California. Give them a call. Or if you need some help with keeping your stuff, your stuff, keeping people messing up on your property or uh I, in fact, I have a clip, I think, I, in this uh, show today about a guy who, who was a landowner, a lot of properties in San Francisco that now moved to Idaho and talked about a guy coming in his apartment complex, going up to the roof of the apartment complex and was squatted down doing his business. And the guy caught him, called the police. They never even showed up in San Francisco. It's not a big deal to them. That's not an offense. People can just go to the bathroom, do whatever they want, shoot drugs, whatever. Anyway, Elite Universal Security can help you with those things. 530-749-0280. And uh, then I want to mention North Valley Paralegal, Nellie Garcia. If you have any legal needs, if you need some paperwork done, if you need some trust done, if you need to change your name somewhere, any type of legal work you need done, it's easier to do through North Valley Paralegal. They make it easier, cheaper, kinder, more honest. And they have moved from Yuba City, where I used to talk about them all the time on Civic Center Boulevard. They have moved over to downtown Marysville, one of the tallest buildings in the city called the Hart Building at 423 4th Street in Marysville across from Sierra Central Credit Union. They're very easy to get to. You just park, come in the front doors of the Hart Building and just walk straight ahead, and then they're the first business on the right. I think that's a seven-story building, but they are on the ground floor, which makes it easy for everybody. 4234 Street, North Valley Paralegal. I'm going to give you their phone number if you want to make an appointment. 530-751-9289, 751-9289. If you find you come up to the door and the door is secured, all you have to do is press a button there on the wall and they will release it and let you in. That's just for security because today uh, it's Zombieville in Marysville. I call it Zombieville. People just come in and do stuff. They'll walk in your house, walk in your backyard. They'll do all kinds of crazy things. So this bu building is fully secured. 7519289 and they will solve your uh, legal needs. So uh, I was talking uh, in the last segment about uh, the county. Uh, government employees being paid far more than they're worth. And uh, let me get back to the right page. I need to get on the Internet here. OK, so what we have is uh, in Sutter County, we have eleven hundred and thirty six employee records listed on transparentcalifornia.com. You can go look at this yourself. Transparentcalifornia.com. 1136 Sutter County employees. That's just for, you can divide it out. You can, I think it's, a, they have a little over 100,000 people in Sutter County. You can divide it out and see how many employees they've, they've hired for one, for each uh, uh, 
for the people of Sutter County. How many people? I'll figure it out when we take another break, and I'll give you an example. I think it'll be shocked. So Yuba County has 1,026 employees uh, in their records for 2022. So we have uh, some of the, the top four employees in, in Yuba County are 367000 $352,000, $338,000, $311,000. Can you imagine? You remember when celebrities like baseball players that actually were entertaining? These None of these people entertain anybody. Jennifer Vasquez, Director of Health and Human Services, she's the one that brought an action against me, uh, uh, what they call a restraining order, and she was accusing me of being an Asian racist or a racist racist person about Asians, and she didn't know much about me, but uh, but that's okay. But but they gave her two hundred ninety-seven thousand dollars, just right at two hundred ninety-eight thousand. You know what she does? She doesn't produce anything. She doesn't protect anybody. All she does is give give stuff away and manages taking kids away from people. She just gives money away, health and human services. And uh, we got all kinds of people, probably I don't know how many pages we have people that make more than a quarter of a million dollars. We got people that work for the county council, their administrators, community services director. We got a number of health and human services people. All they do is take your money and give it to somebody else. And we even got lots of sheriff's people that make a quarter of a million dollars. Could, do you think when they went to the police Academy or went to the, uh, you know, became a cadet or something, they, they knew they were going to make a quarter of a million dollars to be a cop. It's amazing. So we got these deputy directors of HHS making 241, 236,000. Then we got all these uh, prosecuting attorneys and, Stuff making 200,000, 200,000, 200,000, just page after page of 200,000. You know, these are the same people that could not survive without a, a member of the Major K sales tax once upon a time and how we defeated it at the local level because it was an illegal tax, according to Steve Barrier, the judge, a Superior Court judge. But some cr- a crooked judge committee at the state of California overthrew that and actually created law. You know, that judges are not supposed to create new law. But they just created new law in their ruling and uh, cheated the people of Yuba County. So what we have is we have uh, the per capita people of Yuba County making 30000 a year, paying all these people that are making two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand. Isn't that amazing? And everybody's just going along with it. It's a total ripoff. You know why they go along with it? Because they're not aware of it. So I had somebody stop me the the other day, and they said, you know what my favorite part of the show was? You telling all the salaries and how shocking it was. So I'm just going down here page after page after page. Uh, The first page, the first 50 people make between $194,000 and uh, $367,000. The first 50 people in Yuba County. Do you think any of them imagine they would make that much money in their life? Dr. Lou doesn't even do any medical doctoring. She's just a bureaucrat. Some people tell me that work in the office over there, they don't do anything at Sutter County Health. I've been saying that they need to change the uh, the name of the Yuba and Sutter County Health Departments to the Yuba County Death Departments because they really just keep track of people that are dead. And they keep track, of course, of births, births and deaths. Maybe we should call it the Department or the Bureau of Statistics because they don't do anything to uh, keep you healthy. 
Do you remember anything during the COVID years of them trying to uh, keep you healthy? Any advice on medications? Any advice on uh, sitting out in the sunshine, getting fresh air, getting exercise, getting, uh, let's see, what else would be good? Taking supplements, right? They actually spoke against ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They told you to take the jab and take the health, uh, what, what they call it, the flu vaccine as well. Both of those are deadly. You know that the, this is the first time in my history here in Yuba County, I've lived here all my life, that a health officer has ever been responsible for killing the population. That happened all over the country. But we're responsible for here. So we have the first time a health officer actually could be held accountable. I'm going to talk about the Italian minister of health that they're trying to hold accountable for murder. Do you know we tried to present accusations and a, and a lawsuit uh, and affidavits to the district attorney of both our Yuba Sutter counties and the sheriffs uh, against Anthony Fauci and all these people of killing people in the United States with the jab and holding people hostage, holding people out of school, holding people in homes that have actually damaged people's health. And they, none of the local people wanted to touch it. They just said, oh, this is too, too hot to handle. Not going to do it. So anyway, I just wanted to mention uh, some of those statistics and how people in Yuba County are going to be moving. You, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me how they their husband died from the jab. They had two jabs, and he died of a, what they call turbo cancer. And she said, I'm moving to Idaho. I'm selling my house here, and it's a very nice house, she said. And I'm moving out of the area. I wonder how many people are going to be vacating Yuba County and Nevada County uh, because they can't afford the fire insurance in the unincorporated areas, right? Down in Plumas Lake, they have a fire department. You know, it's Linda Fire that serves down there. Wheatland, they have Wheatland Fire Department in the city. But out in the rural areas, um, it's gnarly, according to my friend who just wrote in this last week. So uh, that's that's a bad news. That's bad news for all of us. Uh, okay. Also, let's see. Where did I put that? Oh, here we go. So uh, I have an article uh, here today. I'm going to talk about that. Twenty percent of Americans claim they cheated. <laughs> Is this amazing? One in five Americans claim they cheated. They filled out ballots for someone else. Or multiple ballots. So I had a fellow bring me a ballot that was mailed out from the Sutter County elections over in Yuba City, 1435 Veterans Memorial Circle. This is an official, official election mail ballot. And it's sent to an individual. I know him. He has a voter ID and on one side, it says, put your name, address where you live. And it says, I am not registered with a qualified political party. However, this primary election only, I request a vote my, by mail ballot with the presidential candidate from the party below. And it lists American Independent Party, Democrat Party, Libertarian Party. Do you notice any parties left out? It says American Independent, Democrat, and Libertarian. Those are the three options. This is this is a ballot created either by Sutter County or the state of California for Sutter County. Postage paid out of Sacramento. Uh, said return ballot postcard by December 15th. That's two days from now. 
Then if you flip it over, it says, would you like to vote for president on March 5? You are currently registered to vote as a no party preference voter. In other words, he registered to vote, but he didn't put a party preference. So it says three political parties allow you to vote their ballot in the presidential primary. American Party, Independent Party, Democrat Party, Libertarian Party. If you are a vote by mail voter, use this postcard to a select a party and return it. Da 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 da. No, no mention of Republican Party. What if he wanted to register? So I guess the only way to register for Republican Party is you have to fill out a registration form and actually write in Republican Party because they're soliciting people to vote for three. This, this seems to be biased, does it not? Said, oh, well, you can't do this. Said that to vote in the presidential primary for the Green or the Peace and Freedom or Republican Party. Oh, it says you must re-register to vote with one of those parties. So this form that, that was sent by Sutter County Elections, all it lists is for American, Democrat, Libertarian. But it says if you want to vote, uh, if you want to register for Green, why didn't they put it on one deal? So it tells you how to re-register. It's an interesting thing. It's just one of many elements of the unfairness and crookedness of the election. The election was stolen and it's becoming more and more clear now who the election was stolen by or manipulated by. It was the federal Bureau of investigation crooked Chris Ray. Have you seen Chris Ray on YouTube? I'm so sick of looking at Chris Ray uh, and the liar. He is. And the rest of the people that, you know, all those people that testified years ago at the start of the Trump collusion thing, all those FBI people are gone now. Of course, they all got their retirement. Same way Lois Lerner with the IRS. I'm tired of Chris Ray. Just give me another corrupt FBI guy to look at. Just give me, I know you got plenty of them over there. Also, the CIA was involved in the overthrow of our elections as they've been overthrowing elections for many, many, many years around the world. They're, they're professionals at it. So uh, anyway, that's just a little tidbit. You may get one of these cards. If you didn't register... When you signed up to register, if you registered as a no party, then you don't get to vote in the primary, I guess. So you have to either check up this card or you've got to go get another card. You've got to re-register and put Republican, Peace and Freedom, or Green Party. Really crazy. This is very deceptive. It's very confusing and misleading. Should I say it's fraud? No, I'm not going to call it fraud. I'm just going to say it's a very poor system. It's a misleading system. It's a confusing system. And what we need is everybody voting on one day by paper and the election counted on one day. It's possible. And how about somebody in each county letting me know how much it's costing us per year to have the voting machines without me trying to call Joe Biden and see if he can tell me about Sutter and Yuba County. All right. Uh, I'm just switching windows. You know about windows. I'm switching windows to get where I'm supposed to be to sound like I'm speaking intelligently. Have you seen this new director? Rochelle Walensky is gone. She's a liar. 
Man, that gal was arrogant and a liar. Whoa. Mandy Cohen, it looks like our new director is... Centers for Disease Control, which is not an American government institution. It's owned by Big Pharma. It's just so amazing that that we are uh, obeying them. And she was questioned uh, by Dan Crenshaw, the one-eyed uh, liberal Republican, former military guy, he lost his eye, I guess, in combat. And he was, he is... Uh, He's no Josh Hawley in interviewing people, but he was asking her some pretty specific questions. And he says, why can't you guys just admit you screwed up or you you're at fault and move on? He says you weren't there. It wasn't your fault. He said the American public doesn't believe in you anymore. They don't trust you anymore. How can you trust people? Whether it's your spouse who cheated on you or the government here in Uber Sutter County who cheated on you, lied to you, misrepresented hid things from you, jacked you around, defrauded you. Why do you trust them again? You don't trust them again. Why would you? You get ripped off by a contractor. You don't go back there anymore. You go to somebody else, right? You go to a restaurant, even government employees making $350,000 a year complain about going to a restaurant. The food wasn't that good. You think they go back? No, they're not going to go back, but they expect you to come back. You've got to go back to government. There's no other brand X. Mandy Cohen, the new director of the CDC. You know what they said about the, the people of Fr- the county of Fresno in Reedley, California, just outside of Fresno? You know, the only you can set up your own bio lab with just a business license in, in the state of California. Gavin Newsom gave them this Chinese dude some three, $400,000. They set up this bio lab. They're suing my friend, Randy, Randy Mitchell at uppercuts for three hundred and thirty to $40,000. Now it's at for cutting hair during COVID. Have you heard of such a crime? We're letting pedophiles go folks. We're letting all kinds of people go, murderers, rapists. And if you cut hair, if you dare disappoint the Fuhrer of California, you're going to go down. So even though they miss everything about COVID was wrong, the masks were wrong, closing schools was wrong, keeping people housed uh, in their own houses was wrong. Uh, forcing people that they they couldn't have visits from uh, their relatives at care homes was wrong. Everything was wrong about how they handled COVID. It had really bad results. And there was lots of studies to prove it it was wrong to start with. And yet Mandy Cohen, uh, when they called from Ridley, California for help, they CDC hung up on the on the county. They hung up the phone when they're asking for help with this bio lab full of all kinds of toxins. We'll be right back.
you think this has become normal in San Francisco? It's a foul story, but I'll tell you. Three years ago, a tenant calls me up, goes, hey, Rafa, there's somebody in the building that doesn't look like he belongs in the building. I said, okay, I'll be right there. So I went all the way up to the top floor, to the entrance to our roof, and the guy's defecating right in front of me. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he looks at me, he goes, what the F does it look like I'm doing? I said, get out of here. He goes, no, 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 I'm not leaving until I'm done. I said, all right, that's it. I don't know what I was thinking, but I'm like, I'm gonna crack this dude, right? I'm about 15 feet away from him and he's looking at me and he goes, you come one step closer, I'm gonna take my, you know what, and throw it at you. I'm like, touche, okay, I don't wanna get this. So I call the cops, they never came. What did you feel at that moment? Angry. How is it possible you can come into somebody's property and literally use their property as your toilet? You come into my house in Idaho, it's a much different story. It's not like that in California. Even if I were to pull out a gun in San Francisco, someone robbing my house, I could be in trouble for defending my own property. That's insanity. I preach this to the left, but it's even worse when Republicans try to play the same game. We're talking about that trans issue. And Nikki Haley's campaign launch video sounded like a woke Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light ad talking about how she would kick in heels. At the first debate, she said that only a woman can get this job done. That's what she said. After the third debate, when I criticized Ronna McDaniel after five failed years of leadership of this party and criticized Nikki for her corrupt foreign dealings as a military contractor, she said that I have a woman problem. Nikki, I don't have a woman problem. You have a corruption problem. And I think that that's what people need to know. Nikki is corrupt. We're marching towards fascism under Biden. Jack Smith has subpoenaed every last retweet that someone has issued from Donald Trump in the year 2020. The only person more fascist than the Biden regime now is Nikki Haley, who thinks the government should identify every one of those individuals with an ID. That is not freedom. That is fascism. And she should come nowhere near the levers of power, let alone the White House. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are, but she wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. What happened to Israel was dead wrong. What Hamas did was medieval. It was subhuman. It was immoral. And we have to call that out for what it is on October 7th. But to say that that was an attack on America fails a basic test. I mean, Nick, if you can't tell the difference between where Israel is and the U.S. is on a map, I can have my three-year-old son show you the difference. That is irresponsible because it has major consequences because that doesn't leave room for what actually is an attack on America. So I believe I have the strongest pro-Israel position actually on the stage, even though it's a little bit different than the standard GOP talking points. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. It's getting worse. Naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. Then they've got to drug him uh, at night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while, and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. And I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him. Uh, taking amphetamines, and this was this was during the 2016 uh, 20, 2020 election. So how's this going to? That's huge. I know you don't play games. You've been no, I don't play games. With this it was a. I'll just say he's a makeup artist. Well, uh, no, you, you artist said the NSA spying on me, 
high level, and then a month later they went, yes, we're spying on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I know. So, so I, you don't make stuff up. And so what I'm saying here is Biden's a liability for him. Trump's a liability. What do they do? They have a right-winger, they'll claim, assassinate Biden, and they'll have a left-winger assassinate Trump. That then gets the country even in more of a fight against each other. And then they put in Gavin Newsom uh, and you know somebody like Mike Pence or who knows. But I really think the next 13 months is the most critical time, not just in American history, but world history. Because if they can bring down America, they're going to bring down the world. And then you've got the escalation. Remember a year ago, Biden said, you can't give F-16s and, and, and uh, Abrams tanks and cruise missiles to the Ukrainians. That's World War III. Now they're doing it. So as Russia wins that war, as Colonel McGregor documented a few months ago with you, NATO is escalating. Well, that leads right to nuclear war. So we're so close. That fundamentally makes me so mad. This transcends politics. Since when do Democrats love war? Since when do Democrats love the intelligence agencies? They they love them now. And, and so really the Democratic, so dark. just so like the dark. Republican Party is a beachhead for sanity and populism. It's not perfect, but it's a beachhead. The Democratic Party is totally turned over to evil. That's why I thought RFK Jr. was so refreshing, but they're shutting him out of the primary process. They're blocking him. And so now he's going to run third party, which will take away from Trump. Most experts agree. I know Trump's people have looked at it, they think so. Of course. Uh, so that's very, very sad. you have broken equipment, power equipment, small engine repair, small tool repair, anything that has power hooked up to it, gas or electric, bring it out to, out to all power services at 1469 Stewart Road, S-T-E-W-A-R-T, off Highway 99, and Will Fanning and crew will take care of it. I'm going to give you two numbers, a text or phone number. Five three zero eight four four zero three four seven eight four four zero three four seven, or you could call a landline at five three zero seven nine zero fifty one hundred. So you got anything from yard yard equipment, chainsaws, small tractors, all that kind of stuff, any kind of hand tools, bring them out there. They'll fix them, give them back to you. You'll be happy as a clam. You'll be back in business doing it the easy way because you got power equipment to run it if you need some help with if you crashed your car lately your bumper fell off your headlight got banged or you need some repairs some paint done on your car or your truck whatever motorcycle call allen's auto body allen's auto body 530-671-1057-671-1057 they're on sutter street in yuba city at the crossroads of tea garden you can't miss it it's a super bright yellow building easy to find and Kev, Kevin and Kerry Clark will take care of you. And their sons, they, they are a family operation, been there for many, many, many years. And uh, they that's where I take my stuff. I know them personally, and uh, they're good people. In fact, a lot of these people are friends of mine that want to help with the show. So give them a shout-out. All right, so I was talking to you about... Um, uh, the CDC... And the CDC 
uh, and the all the government alphabet soup agencies that you would think to call if you were a small a county and never even knew you had a bio lab that had all, all kinds of toxic diseases inside and rats running around and uh it took it took months to get somebody out there to investigate and again mandy cohen just another bureaucratic liar just you just can't win with these people they're stonewall baby they are professional they put as much effort into public service as they do about stonewalling chinese biolab this is like a massive, massive warehouse. Have you seen photos? Oh, yeah, she's stonewalling. She did, it wasn't even her fault. She just took the place. Instead of her saying, yeah, we got to fix that. We can't do this again. We should have called. We should have been out there in a week. We should have done this. Who would you call when you find a big bio lab? You're going to call the agricultural commissioner, makes quarter of a million dollars, and wouldn't know Jack Diddley what to do. Mandy Cohen. She's going to have a lot of interviews before it's over. All right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, let me jump down here. I wanted to. Okay, I did that. Okay, let me jump down at the bottom here. I want to talk about. Uh... Oh, let's see. Okay, I'm just trying to get to the spot here. Our schools, I want to talk to you a little bit about schools today. Our schools, our high, our, almost every school district is getting ready to ask you to fund another bond. And I'm here to tell you, don't do it. They got more money. They're just building a brand new two-story building on the Mary Kovalod campus. That should have been paid for with the previous bond money years ago. They, but it, because it was a high-performing school, one of the highest-performing schools in Northern California, the district did not like it because it was making the rest of the district look bad. So it built building after building on all the other campuses of Marysville Joint Unified School District, but they got nothing over at Mary Kovalod, downtown Marysville. Now they're building this fantastic block, two-story uh, monstrosity on G Street, and my prediction is that pop the the demographics, the enrollment of Mary Kovalod will go down. Half the enrollment when Doug Eshman took that thing to the top, it was a high performing school under Doug Eshman. They they every butt every seat was had a butt in it. I think it was over five hundred kids over there. Half the student body was transferring in from other areas of Yuba and Sutter counties because of the reputation of the school. My hunch is since Doug is Doug left right before COVID uh, retired, uh, my hunch is that it it is his scores are plummeting. Uh, but the fact is, all over the state, when you lose nearly a million people over three years, you lose their children. Many of the families that I know of that moved, hundreds now that I know of moved, took their children with them. Did you know that? And you'll know by the, the crashing of the, uh, the various drugstores or pharmacies like Rite Aid. Rite Aid is going broke in the state. Uh, all those prescriptions that moved to other states 
uh, are they're doing business with other people. Right. They lost that business in California. So all the people that move their children, because the way they fund it in California, you get paid for daily enrollment. You, that's why they take attendance and they're so fastidious about it because and then they track kids down that don't show up because they can't count them, even though they're enrolled in the school. So California is in trouble. California, some people claim it's $100 billion in debt. Some people claim it's $68 billion. How do you really know? These people are such liars and connivers. You don't really know. They treat us like we're just communist dupes. The Golden State lost a minimum of 800,000 population in a three-year period ending in January of last year. It's also why public school enrollment declined every year from 2016 through 2023. This fall, which we just are passing through, 5.8 million students are enrolled in K-12 schools. Those are government schools. Down from a high of 6.3 million. That's a half million loss, folks. That's a half a million kids disappeared out of the schools. So if they had seats, if they had bathrooms, if they had buildings to sit in, that means those are empty buildings now. And you have these schools, all these schools want more money to expand. Oh, we're growing. Tell me about it. State forecasters expect the number to keep dropping to under 5.4. That's another four-tenths of a million. That's almost another half a million students by 2030. Since fund, funding is pegged under state law to average daily student counts in each school, districts of all sizes will be forced to eventually decide which of more than 10,000 schools in California, there's 10,000 schools in California, are, are going to be closed. I was in, uh, when I was in New York doing a project for a few weeks with the team, um, we went over to Harlem on the weekend to attend a church over there we heard was pretty cool. So we took the subway over. And when I met with the pastor of the church, it was a large church. Some people refer to it as a black church because it was primarily being attended by black families. But there was a mixture of all kinds of folks there. But mainly, I would agree with that. It was primarily it was a black pastor, black, 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 black. And it was a really cool service. And I got to have lunch with the pastor afterwards. A bunch of people were eating together. They invited us since we were visiting. And I said, whoa, whoa, this is, you got a block of Harlem here. A block, a city block that used to be a junior high school. Multiple stories, two gyms, a theater, all kinds of stuff. And they met in the theater. And I said, how in the world did you get this? He said, well, people vacated Harlem. And when they vacated, left Harlem because it was so rough, uh, they took their kids with them, and we didn't need this school. And it, the homeless just took it over and stripped it of all its valuables, all the doorknobs, brass doorknobs, started fires on the hardwood floors. And he said, we bought it for just a little bit of money, and now we refurbished the whole thing. But the, the issue California's faced with now is they're going to have to start closing schools. The question is, which schools are you going to close? Like I have a friend that's a uh, just got on the school board of a small district up in Placer County, and he said they're faced with closing the schools because people are taking their kids out of schools or they're moving out of California. And uh, 
So a lot of kids are moving into homeschool, or if they can't leave California, they're keeping their kids in homeschool, or they're putting them in private schools. So the question is, how are you going to close a school? So black people have filed a lawsuit in California claiming that uh, they they made a case that uh, the to close certain schools had historical and cultural ramifications. I, I thought, oh, that's a lot of that's a big words, right? And and they got a law passed that you can't close schools unless you examine the cultural and historical ramification. I guess if certain schools are historical or culturally typically black, you can't close them, for instance. You just got to keep funding it, even though you don't, maybe if you only have 10 class, 10 kids in a class, because no, not many kids live there anymore. So the question is, how are you going to fund these schools? And are they going to just start giving away the money? It doesn't matter how many kids they actually educate. Right now, they don't, they don't, edu- they don't pay schools on the basis of outcomes. What would an outcome be if, if you were a McDonald's hamburger joint? An outcome would be rising sales every month. An outcome might be moving more hamburgers than the average McDonald's. The average, uh, there would be a lot of reasons. Lack of turnover of your employees would be a good outcome. But in the school system, we don't, we don't go by, well, how many people did you graduate? What, what were your scores? Could the kids read? Could the kids do math? We don't do outcomes. We just give money. And the worse the outcomes, the more money we give you. It, it, isn't it interesting that in business, the better you do as a salesperson or a, or a uh, whatever your job is, office management or whatever, the better you do, the bigger the bottom line is, you get bonuses. You reward the people that are high performing. But in school, you actually give money to where they're failing. Isn't that interesting? And so we reward and we promote uh, failure. Same way in the government. If somebody is screwing up in the sheriff's department or the police department or the social services, we promote them. That's just what's going on. So that's what's going on with the police. A few years ago, there was a lot of discussion that was poo-pooed about it was a thing called Pizzagate, and it was a whole discussion about that high-level child trafficking, child porn, child snuff movies, uh, child theft uh, was being uh, managed and procured and promoted through the the pitching of pizzas, and they used they used euphemisms. Uh, t- talking about kids as pizza. Do you want some pizza? What do you want on it? And they used all these different terms where people <laughs> that were in the pedophile or child trafficking business by using these different types of pizzas and terms and how much they were. Like, have you ever paid $4,000 for a pizza or $2,000 for a pizza? Well, that's how much some of these pizzas were going for. Do you think they really sold? Not even Gavin Newsom would buy a pizza for $2,000. But uh, under the Trump administration, they busted a an out, uh, what was it called, back page? The Trump administration raided 
an online place where they sold children sexually. I think it was called Backpage. And Department of Justice took it down and arrested the owners. But now we have a group called Etsy. Have you heard Etsy? I've heard of them, but I've never, never gone there. It says uh, Chinese uh, cheese pizza, not Chinese pizza, cheese pizza, anyone, a viral online rumor spreading like wildfire, claiming that Etsy is unwittingly being used as a hub for child porn and child trafficking. It's a very serious accusation, so we want to share the information with you and allow you to draw your own conclusions. It only takes you 30 seconds to see what's on Etsy by the photos here. Uh, there's a picture of a pizza, a, fan, a real close-up of the big pizza. It's listed for sale for $9,000. And the listing reads, Delivery Instant Download. In that photo, there is also a cell phone strategically placed in the pizza box. It's been well established that pizza is a pedophile code via the FBI and the DOJ, other law enforcement documents, and mainstream media articles such as the Wall Street Journal. They report from earlier this year, uh, which makes these listings extra alarming. Also, authorities have been able to bust many pedophiles because they used pizza as a pedophile code in an attempt to arrange to rape children or to exchange child porn. Earlier this year, Eric Carnell who is a British designer behind Abprelin, uh, the LGBTQ brand that sells satanic-themed T-shirts, sweaters, bags, and badges, announced on his Instagram page that Target removed all his products. However, Etsy still allowed them to have a store where he sold products that have statements like Satan respects pronouns. Unfortunately, uh, the person says, I've, I've seen many suspicious listings like this on multiple e-commerce sites since President, anyway, talks about President Trump taking down Backpage. So uh, there's different whistleblowers. And uh, so I have the pictures right off Etsy with these darling children uh, with a big pizza sitting right in front of them. They're smiling over the top of the pizza. And uh, there's a little girl with her tongue on the tip of the little uh, triangle of the pizza. She's winking. They're all kind of winking. There's something about winking. And uh, and then the price of the, the price is listed below them, like two thousand, four thousand, nine thousand for a pizza. Well, I, most pizzas I've ever eaten. I love to eat pizza, but I try to avoid it nowadays. But I've never paid anything close to that. But these pizza uh, says yum, yummy yum pizza is currently not selling on Etsy. We're here if you need help with an order from this shop. Have questions? Go to our help center. So these are just photo photocopies, not photocopies, but what do they call it? Uh, screenshots. Uh, anyway, this guy named Crokin Research says there's pseudonyms internet personality raw egg, raw egg nationalist is his name croken he said it is undeniable undeniable that pedophiles traffickers and pornographers use cheese pizza and pizza as a code words for their unspeakable evil and criminal shenanigans uh, north new mexico democrat ag raul torres is suing Meta and CEO Mark Zuckerberg and associate entities, including Instagram and Facebook, in an effort to curb child sexual exploitation. So if your kids, uh, there's lots of stuff online 
obviously this is painful for parents to keep on top of all this. They've been hustled through uh, a little girl with pizza was on Etsy for 4,000. Then it was removed. All these online companies involved in child trafficking. Good Lord. It was happening with Balenciaga. Not sure what's going on here. Not one to jump to conclusion, but this seems strange to say the least. There are millions of items on Etsy that are not handmade, including selling children, but look, by the looks of it. So bad news, folks. Uh, just uh, also wanted to mention to you that have you followed the cell tower situation? You know, everybody, you know, sadly, people think, well, if uh, if a normal drink is good and upsize it to a gigantic drink or a large is better. So if uh, if the uh, Apple was good, the Apple phone, then Apple 1 or 2 or 3 or 4 or 10 or 11 or 12, the bigger the number, the better the phone, right? New gadgets. That may be true for phones, but what isn't true is the increase in Gs of the, now we have the 5G towers. And they say, oh, it's no big deal. Marysville, all these local entities, these jurisdictions said, oh, yeah, go ahead and build them. That means we're going to have... Faster movies coming, streaming in. Phones are going to work better, da-da-da-da. The problem is, if you've got, I'm going to give you some symptoms that you may be getting sick from 5G, and you don't know anything about it. There's actually a, a, a website called B B E E Heroic. I think it's BeHeroic.com, but it could be BeHeroic.org, B-E-E. And it's about the effect of these towers on animals and bugs like bees but it also has lots of great articles on 5g be right back and i'm going to tell you about it in a second Back in the Midwest, right. governments, federal, state, and local, were only taking about 15 cents out of every dollar earned. Today, they're taking almost half of every dollar earned in the United States. And most people don't realize it because the taxes are hidden in the so-called business taxes. You know, the politician that stands up and yells, oh, let's save the little man, let's tax business, and everybody yells, hooray. But they haven't figured out that every tax on business is just a part of the cost of production, and the customer winds up paying it when he buys the product. It's a hidden sales tax. This morning at 7 a.m., the union representing those who man America's air traffic control facilities called a strike. This was the culmination of seven months of negotiations between the Federal Aviation Administration and the union. At one point in these negotiations, agreement was reached and signed by both sides, granting a $40 million increase in salaries and benefits. This is twice what other government employees can expect. It was granted in recognition of the difficulties inherent in the work these people perform. Now, however, the union demands are 17 times what had been agreed to, $681 million. This would impose a tax burden on their fellow citizens, which is unacceptable. 
I would like to thank the supervisors and controllers who are on the job today helping to get the nation's air system operating safely. I respect the right of workers in the private sector to strike. Indeed, as president of my own union, I led the first strike ever called by that union. But we cannot compare labor management relations in the private sector with government. Government cannot close down the assembly line. It has to provide without interruption the protective services which are government's reason for being. It was in recognition of this that the Congress passed a law forbidding strikes by government employees against the public safety. Let me read the solemn oath taken by each of these employees when they accepted their jobs. I am not participating in any strike against the government of the United States or any agency thereof, and I will not so participate while an employee of the government of the United States or any agency thereof. It is for this reason that I must tell those who fail to report for duty this morning they are in violation of the law, and if they do not report for work within 48 hours, they have forfeited their jobs and will be terminated. You know, the word homeless is a propaganda word. It's designed to make you think that the people that are living on the street are there because rent is too high, housing is scarce. Well, if that were true, we would see the worst homelessness in Beverly Hills or Carmel, California or other very wealthy neighborhoods, but we don't. We see it in the poor neighborhoods because that's where the city leaders have decided to contain the drug using, drug dealing and drug addicted population. I think the other thing we point out is that rents increased all over the United States, including in warm cities like Miami that reduced their homeless population. The bottom line is you have as many people living on the street as you allow. San Francisco only shelters one third of its homeless population. New York shelters over 95% of its homeless population for the simple reason that it built sufficient homeless shelters and required people to stay in them. You don't need no baggage, you just get on all you need is faith to hear the diesel humming. You don't need no ticket, you just thank the Lord. All righty. Well, sometimes, uh, though you don't like it, you end up with a plumbing problem. And uh, I always like to have all those numbers handy because I'm usually on the run and I just say, hey, I'll just leave the door open. Just go in and go upstairs or go downstairs or do something. This is my problem. So you can do that. You can call Thrifty Rooter when you have a problem with your plumbing. And uh, they are located in the many counties in Northern California in Butte, Yuba Sutter, Calusa. Nevada, and in the city of Lincoln, which is in Placer County, you can call them at 530-673-8201, 673-8201. You can reach them also on their website at Thrifty Rooter, R-O-O-T-E-R, thriftyrooter.net. And if you go to thriftyrooter.net, you're going to see a list of various tasks that they are specialists at, and not every plumber is specialist at all this list. And well, I like to say that they do rural plumbing where they have the septic systems and urban plumbing where you have a, a septic uh, line to uh, a uh, into the city or county septic system. And so they do both. And that's that's cool. 
because not everybody does that. So whatever you need, you can send them a message. If you're a techie and you don't want to dial dial them up, you can go to their website, click on a few things, put in your address, put in your phone number, put in your name, and just uh, give them a shout-out. And they they will come right out whether you send them a message off the Internet, thriftyrooter.net, or you dial 530-673-8201. So this week, Dr. Cassidy and I worked together with a number of people with uh, Sutter County Probation and, uh, and Pathways to get a fellow that had been out on the streets for a long time using fentanyl, had overdosed using fentanyl, and was uh, saved, I believe, by the Yuba City Police Department by administering Narcan to him and, and got him before his heart totally stopped. But uh, the cool thing is, is once again, incarceration saved a life. And uh, this guy had kept getting incarcerated, thank- thankfully. And uh, law enforcement was calling people in to help with him uh, because he wanted a rehab. And we finally got him into a, uh, a pathways temporarily and hoping to get him into Feather River Men's Center out in Sutter County in a month or so. So Dr. Cassidy and and, uh, Pathways and Sutter County Probation and the Sutter County Sheriff's Department were instrumental in all working together to pull this off and save this guy's life. And, uh, you know, every every person out on the street pretty much has family connected to them. And they may have been got frustrated with them and kind of given up on them, but they love them. And in this case, we had a father whose mom had died. The father lives out of state and was reaching out from the state of Washington to see if we could step in and help his son. So we have. We got him off the streets, thank God. And so if you have anybody that's struggling from any kind of addiction, from vaping on up to fentanyl and anything in between, alcohol, whatever, and I'm going to give you three numbers. One is Peachtree Health, where Dr. Joe Cassidy works. And you could call him there and make you could call them and he they will make an appointment with him ask for him specifically because they have many doctors there but they don't all do the same thing so here's the number for peach tree it's 530-749-3242 749-3242 sometimes it's difficult to get through on the line so if you get frustrated you could just leave a text on doc cassidy's cell number which is 530-682-8648 just text him once during the day don't text him at night don't call him ever just text him he will call you back when he gets a free moment just leave your name your number and addiction and that's good enough that's what that's what he's good at so if if you're really sick and you're really struggling you're having trouble getting it all dialed in your phone doesn't work most of the time and you want to just talk to me i will i will do the legwork for you like i did with this other gentleman that we just got transferred Monday over to Pathways. And uh, you can call me night or day, text me night or day, 530-713-1838, 713-1838, Lou Benninger, okay? So I'll be happy to help. And this is what we're doing, and we're happy to do that. We're seeing a lot of success. And uh, by the way, uh, so, some people just don't know the resources we have in town. So one of the places is Pathways, been here since the 1970s. Uh, it's a residential rehab, and you'll need some funding to get in there. But sometimes if you have insurance, they'll pay for that. Maybe if you're working for a corporation or a business, and uh, your insurance will cover that, Pathways. 
And uh, also they do classes there and, and uh, follow-up classes on their folks that go through their program. The other place is Feather Men's Center, and their number is 530-695-8006. It's a good program. It's a men's program, inpatient, 530-695-8006, and you can, you can hook up with them as well. But Dr. Cassidy and I will try to get you into wherever there's a bed uh, sometimes there's some Salvation Armies up and down the the the, uh, the valley here, and that are good. And we'll even try to help you get transportation there if you need it. So okay, uh, that's that. So uh, every week, every week we get reference referrals, and we try to get people going. So I mentioned last week that a friend of mine who helps teach at the Yuba County Jail. Uh, got in a bad traffic accident, and I never have figured out what exactly happened, but she ended up at UCD Trauma Center, which for you out of the area, it's one of our big trauma centers in this, the capital of California, Sacramento. And she was severely broken up. She was uh, had a couple operations, was intubated, and uh, at one point she asked her family, who did not know me, her old her grown kids, hey, call Lou, get the number for the people that helps with difficulties when you're having difficulties with the hospital. So whether it was difficulty because she was under the influence and knocked out a lot or didn't want to be intubated, whatever the situation was, we hooked them up with the hospital hostage help, which uh, was a, is an organization that grew out of COVID and the hospitals killing people with remdesivir and putting people on the vent when they just simply had uh, the COVID influenza if you will or virus and uh so you might want to write this down these guys if you watch a video online four minutes hospitalhostagehelp.com watch a video online for a few minutes and then you can download uh the paperwork you could do it either way but they say hey it makes a lot more sense if you watch the video first then you can download you can print off the paperwork and then you can take the paperwork in signed notarized Whenever anybody in your family gets really ill and you want to make sure that their their patient rights are protected. So that's what my friend uh, that got in the car accident. A lot of times we know sometimes we know we're going to the hospital. We we don't feel well or we go in for an elective surgery, something, something. A lot of times something happens to us. Right. And uh, you eat something wrong. You you have a, some sort of an attack. You get in a car accident. So it's it's some it's important to be prepared. And these ladies, Greta Crawford and Laura Bartlett, have prepared all this for you. It's it's all done for you. You don't pay them. You don't have have to hire an attorney. You don't do anything. You just go. You pay a, a, a notary public to witness you signing that it's you who's signing and and you have an identification. But anyway, you use that paperwork to get the hospital to not do any funny business. You that that you do they do what you want them to do and nothing less and nothing more okay so my friend uh is doing better uh i don't know whether they 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 did get the paperwork they called the 800 number let me give you the 800 number if you don't want to look up the website hospitalhostagehelp.com pro uh 888-219-3637 that's a hotline 888-219-3637 and they will they've even got on the line with nurses and doctors to explain this is what's going to go down here it's really important and uh, 
This is what we need you to do. I mentioned last week about counties. Did I, you know? I mentioned last week, and now I mentioned this week about Sutter, Yuba County, and the fantastic salaries that are being paid, and the bleeding hearts. Just oh, we can't pay. We don't have any money. We can't pay, and we're paying people three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Listen, there's none of these people that are making. You know how much when they make. Two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand dollars, four hundred thousand dollars. You know how often they're working? They're only working like uh, at most eleven months a year. They're getting up at least a month or more off a year. Some of them two months a year. Some of these directors you won't ever find in their office on Fridays. They're working four day weeks. That's all you're getting out of them. And uh, so we had this guy named Carm Baines. He's going to run for office again, unopposed, amazingly. And he has no real skill of running a government. Everything he has was given to him by his father. And uh, I wanted to, let's see, what do I want to show you to this? I think I mentioned this last week. A guy named John Morlack, who used to be a state senator, and he was on the Orange County Board of Supervisors. He's a certified public accountant. And he compared, he did all the, he took all the statistics that the counties have to provide the state. And he compared them county to county. Why would you do such a thing? Well, it makes a difference if you're thinking about buying a house in a certain county. Or you're going to open a business in a certain county. And you're wondering, how solid is this county? Well, he compared all 58 counties. The most financially solid county is San Mateo, then Alameda, then Napa. They're all running in the black. But the rest of them, the rest of the 55 are all in the red. So the bigger the number of the county, 58 is the worst county financially. One, San Mateo, the best, okay? So where where do we line up? And I think I rem- I mentioned this last week, but I just want to mention it again because I want to make a point. Sutter County is 32nd out of 52, 58 counties. And it is 120, almost $130 million upside down. In other words, we have liabilities. Now, Carm Baines is saying that one of the, his uh, uh, goals is to to have a 10% um, buffer or emergency fund. The problem is that he he can't figure out, after he's been there four years, he cannot figure out how to get out of debt. The, the, it isn't all, the debt is not all his fault, but it's four years his fault. It's $130 million that we can't pay. That we're upside down. And uh, so that's that's Sutter County over the over the river in Yuba County. They're actually worse off. And even after they got a one percent, uh, they ripped the, the count, the ripped the citizens off for one percent. They're at one hundred and fifty million liability. It says, by the way, that Yuba County has seventy nine thousand uh, people and Sutter has. 101,000. I'll do the math here one of these days and tell you how many 
how many, uh, I think I did it a few years ago, and we had one county employee for every 70 people in Yuba County at that time. I don't know how it is now. You can just take the, the number uh, of employees I gave you a while back. For 2021, it's 1,136 employee, and then uh, maybe they aren't all working at the same time, uh, but most of them are 1,136. And then 1,026, you just take that number and divide it in the population. And you'll figure out how many employees are actually, how many people are out there for every employee. It's amazing when you have 70 people. Did you ever think that if 70 of you got together, you'd need to hire somebody to take care of you all the time? It's crazy. Just crazy people. And these people, I'm telling you, if there was a big disaster, these people would not be needed, most of these people. You would not need any of these health and human services bureaucrats at $240,000 a year. Would you need some law enforcement? Yep, you would. But most of these people you would not need. Most of these jobs you could subcontract out. And... And you think, well, Lou, what if, they, what if the salary is about the same? Oh, it, it can't be the same. Do you know that every person on these employee uh, lists, you're paying for them until they die? You're not just paying for them while they work for you. You say, well, why, why do we pay until they die? They call that retirement in the government level. Like with me, when I left places I've worked for in the past, they have no more responsibility for me. What I did with the money I earned was up to me. They have no responsibility to take care of me in the future. However, if you work for government, it's the that they have saddled the citizenry with the burden of paying for four or five employees that are no longer working for every job that employees working. For instance, at the sheriff, we're paying for one sheriff. I think Wendell Anderson's getting on like $330,000 a year, but we're also paying for Steve Durfer who, who was the sheriff before Wendell. And we're also paying for uh, Virginia black who was the sheriff before Steve. And then Gary Tyndall's dead. We may even be paying for his spouse who may be getting spousal benefits from CalPERS. And then, uh, there, I think there may be uh, one other sheriff, but sometimes you're paying for three, four, or five former employees of that position for the rest of their life. They're, it's not sustainable. You wonder why the roads aren't fixed. You wonder why we don't have nice parks. You don't want. You wonder why grass is growing up along the edges of the sidewalks in the gutters, and and trees are falling over, and nothing ever is ever trimmed properly holes are in in every place you know just it's like there's big buckles in the sidewalks nobody's doing any repairs because we're paying all these pensions and nobody's working it's a dis it's a dysfunctional pension system it's a ponzi scheme if if everybody that worked for government was responsible like we are in the private sector to set your that set their money aside and if they did did a good job they'd have a good retirement if they didn't do a good job they wouldn't have a good retirement why are we guaranteeing a Cadillac retirement for these people it's crazy and until that changes we're going broke in California 
By the way, at the state level, as I mentioned earlier, some people are saying we're one hundred billion dollars upside down. You think, oh, a lot. You know, a lot of times I don't even give you the numbers because it just makes people blurry eyed. You just think, oh, well, whatever. The lights are on. The rivers are still flowing. The rain's still falling. The sun still comes up. So who cares whether it's a hundred bazillion, or quadrillion, or trillion, or bajillion, or million? Does I don't really care, right? Well, what one of these days it it's going to show up and uh, like right right now in in I'll just take in my city they they're just it's uh, the wild wild west over here. People just break in, take stuff, poop all over your your property, uh, dump garbage on your property. It's just lawlessness. People go in and just take stuff off the shelf that they're supposed to pay for and just walk right out, right past the cashier, right in front of the cashier at, at Walgreens, right across the street from where I live. And they just let them. And if you try to stop them, the store will fire the employee. It's the craziest thing. And the police just let people, co- uh, uh, I was going to say coagulate. They, that's not the right word. Uh, they just congregate right around the doors and panhandle, put pressure on people coming in, going out. They used to have to run the gauntlet to, to get into Panda Express over in Marysville. There was just a lineup both sides. You had to go through to go in and order some food. And finally, I think they got uh, Elite Universal Security over there to clean it up. You can't You can't get the police to do it because they can't do anything with them. They just don't, they don't, nobody, the, the police are not a threat. You know, it used to be, oh, the police, man, I'm in trouble now, baby. (laughs) Nobody thinks that anymore. They're not going to do jack. They can do whatever they want. They can go down, take the $150, $200 cart off the, off the, uh, the lot, fill it with all their crap and take off with the $150, $200 cart that the store bought. So customers could put all their junk in it to pay for it now people just take it home with them they're thieves thieves and robbers we do nothing about it we'll be right back uh we gotta i got two more segments to go unusual for a person like yourself who had no practical expertise to be sent on a mission of such importance yes sir i sure did but i figured they must know what they're doing because they're supposed to be the experts 
Sonny, the purpose of this hearing is to find out who is responsible. If you give us the name... No, sir, I... No, sir, I'm sorry I can't do that. You can. Why not? Because I'm responsible. Do you know what my dad says? He says that if you let a guy sell you a diamond ring for only 10 cents, the chances are you own a diamond ring not worth a dime. Well, I bought the whole mine. I thought I was getting a free ride or at least a real cheap one. And I really have to thank them for that. I mean, the people who sold it to me, I mean. Do you want to know something? That before I started to work for the government, I'd never read the Constitution. I didn't even begin to know how things worked. I didn't. I didn't read the newspaper, except to look up my horoscope. And I never read the Declaration of Independence. But I know they had. The ones we're talking about, the experts, they all read it. They just forgot what it was about. That it's about we the people. And that's me. I'm we the people. And you're we the people. And all of us, we're all we the people, right? So when they sell me that 10 cent diamond or down the river or, or to some guy who wears a lot of medals, that means they're selling all of us, all of we the people. And when they, I mean, when you guys, when you spend another pile of money and when you give away or sell all those guns and tanks and planes and every time you invite another foreign big shot to the White House and hug and kiss them and give them presents, it has a direct effect on we the people's lives. So if we don't, I mean, if I don't know what you're up to, and if I, if I don't holler and scream when I think you're doing it wrong, and if I just mind my own business and don't vote or care, then I just get what I deserve. So now that I'm Sonny Davis, private citizen again, you're going to have to watch out for me, because I'm going to be watching all of you like a hawk. A poll was taken recently that found out that only 46% of the people in the poll could name their United States congressman. But what was worse, 86% of those who could name him couldn't tell you a single thing that he represented or stood for. They just knew that he represented the yeah, state. But he was a congressman, but what's he doing while he's up there? And the same is true at the, at the local levels of government and, and all the rest. This is to just address a topic we didn't talk about tonight, but I think is one of the most important topics that needs to be discussed. That is this climate change agenda that is shackling this country like a set of handcuffs. I said it the first debate and I stand by it. The climate change agenda is a hoax because it has nothing to do with the climate. That's what we have to see. 98% reduction in the climate disaster related deaths in the last century. Eight times as many people are going to die of cold temperatures this year than warm ones. Yet against that backdrop, there's an issue coming up in Iowa. It's core to Iowa farmers. I met Kim Junker, Kathy Stockdale, and other farmers who are about to have a carbon capture pipeline built across their land using eminent domain to do it. That's unconstitutional and it's wrong. And if you thought COVID was bad, what's coming with this climate agenda is far worse. We should not be bending the knee to this new religion. That is what it is. It is a substitute for a modern religion. We are flogging ourselves and losing our modern way of life, bowing to this new god okay. of climate, and that will end on my watch. Thank it's you, the most Ambassador Haley. Issue that's coming up. The FBI is now targeting choir directors. FBI Director Christopher Wray claimed that they didn't target churches. 
Here's Josh Hawley reminding Ray what the FBI memo actually said. Your memo labels traditional Catholics as racially and ethnically motivated violent extremists in need of investigation. You've repeatedly said we don't target churches, we don't list churches. They're listed in the memo. The report said that the FBI interviewed choir directors in Virginia as part of their investigation of Catholics. Church choirs have always been a hotbed of domestic terrorism, which is why I refuse to be in the church choir. I'm sure you remember that deadly terrorist who was in the church choir. Oh, you can't? That's because there wasn't one. In other news, the FBI has released their latest most wanted list. Altar boys, nuns, and anyone who's been in the confession room. I just was noticing on my Facebook site that Dave Greenitz changed his Facebook name because he got hacked. But it was good because I got to, I, I was actually, I, I checked out his new Facebook page, built a new one. So uh, Dave Greenitz, it's the, he is the premier remodeler in the Yuba Sutter area, and he's got some gorgeous photos on his Facebook page, which is Greenitz Construction. I used to say Dave Greenitz Construction, but it's a new Facebook page. It's just called Greenitz. That's green with E-T-Z on the end, construction. Just that word, Greenitz Construction, just like you'd write it out. And then if you go to his website, it's Greenitz Construction, all one word, dot com. And you could see these amazing photos of these before and after photos, which I love the before and afters. And uh, of how people did did the upgrade on their bathrooms and their kitchens. Or they actually remodel entries and back decks and put on decks, do other stuff. But you could send them a message from the Facebook site or the website, or you could dial them or text them at 530-682-9602. 682-9602. You know, when you hire somebody to do a job for you and you don't know them, man, it's rough. Unless they come highly recommended or somebody says, oh, yeah, I have them. They're the ones that did my floors or did, did my bathroom, did my tile, did my painting, did my concrete work. So the cool thing with Greenest Construction is they've been around for over 40 years and they, they are picky. They're picky, picky, picky on who their subcontractors are, whether it's lighting, electrical, tile, floors, uh, bathroom, you know, the painting, whatever it is, they're picky. So uh, you get the benefit of somebody that's already choosy, 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 right? And they can also coach you on on colors and designs and new new ideas. So Greenest Construction, 530-682-9602. Also, I wanted to mention uh, Ted Holmes has a plumbing business, and he has the plumbing doctor that serves Yuba Sutter area. And they can uh, handle a small plumbing job, just unplug a line, got a leak, hot water heater's goofing up, da-da-da, 530-671-9111. Or if, you've got, if there's a, something's gave, given way in a wall 
or under under the house and you need to like do a reconstruction uh they can do that as well so pretty pretty one size fits all and you, when you, they get there they can they can just kick the thing up if they say hey this is what we can do but uh, actually this is what really needs to be done to fix this so you can give them a shout at 530-671-9111 that's a landline 530-671-9111 and they will uh, be right on you. All these people are quick to respond. I know them. I use them. And I know I know how they operate. So, uh, okay, let me, let me, I need to get back over to my right page. Sorry, I got a couple different pages I've been following here. Oh, I know why I wanted to go over there. This is I didn't I didn't connect on this last week. I didn't cover this and I I thought it was very important. But it's going to take me just a second to get down here and find it. So it was some statistics on what's going on with young people and the shot, the jab. A lot of you forced your kids to get the jab cuz you didn't want them to get the flu called COVID. Did you notice that when COVID was here, the flu was gone it's just it's just manipulation people it's all manipulation 16 laws okay i think i'm coming up on it now young adults who took four covid vaccines young adults that means teenagers 20 somethings if they took four shots a couple shots in the boosters right they're 256 percent more likely to die did you ever think that kids who were immune to COVID would actually end up being, you'd consider that they're 256% more likely to die? If you would have known that, would you have had your kids get the jab? So I have statistics before me here regarding malignant neoplasmin abreast of the brain, of the colon, of uh, neoplasm without specification of the site, melanoma of the skin. These are young people. Hear what I said? 2020, it was uh, not remarkable. 2021, a big jump. 2022 is blowing off the end of the page, people. Different types of cancer, breast, brain, colon, no specification, and melanoma of the skin. Melanoma of the skin is huge, massive. So, um, cancer deaths skyrocket in young adults across UK. A lot of these statistics come out of the UK. America does not want to tell you the statistics, folks. They've been lying. We're good liars here in America. Really good. Really, really good. 28% increase in fatal breast cancer rates in women. We're talking about young women. 35% and 12% rise in brain cancer deaths among men and women. Men, 35. Women, 12. 55% and 41% increase, respectively, men and women, colon cancer. 55% men, 41% women. 
60% men, 55% women spike in cancer death rates in general. In other words, in general. A friend of mine, uh, her husband, who I'd never got a chance to meet, she was such a new acquaintance of mine, and he took two, the two jabs at the request of his employment. He's a surveyor. Can you imagine? He's a surveyor, not even having contact with many people. He got a turbo cancer in his throat. He's dead. They buried him last week. Unbelievable. 60% in men and 80% rise in women, pancreatic cancer. I'm telling you people, this is since the shot. This is generated by the jab. 120% men, 35% jump in women, fatal melanomas. That's skin. Are you listening, people? Are you listening? Shocking. I didn't get to this last week, and I just... It, uh, Dr. Harvey Risch, a professor emeritus of epidemiology in the Department of Epidemiology and Public Health at Yale, has noticed the alarming trend. He said that the number of turbo, they call them turbo cancers, is it's very... In other words, it shows... And it just explodes in your system. It's like a turbo jet on a car. He said the number of turbo cancers is skyrocketing ever since the launch of Operation Warp Speed. This is one of the top epidemiology professors in the United States. Harvey Risch, R-I-S-C-H. What clinicians, he said, have been seeing is very strange. For example, 25-year-olds with colon cancer. Think about it, people. That is an old-age-type cancer. They don't even have a, he says they don't even have a family history of the disease. It's basically impossible along the known paradigm of how cancer in the colon works and other long latency cancers that they're seeing in very young people. In other words, cancers that develop, slowly develop over long decades and decades, and then show up, boom. Now they have it in young people. Yeah, Rish and his young, uh, colleagues are seeing young people suffer through re-manifestation of cancers that usually take many years to form after they have been surgically removed. In other words, they discover a cancer in a young person, they remove it, and it comes back. Those are the initial signals, signals that we've been seeing, and because these cancers have been occurring to people who were too young to get them, basically, compared to the normal way it works, we've been designate, they've been designated as turbo cancers. These are... And the, the uh, study in, uh, or the results are from the UK. And there's all kinds of other rates. Most people, if, if you hear me say something like Jeffrey Epstein, you think of him and his perversion. But did you know he was involved with the Global Drug and Vaccine Investment Fund of, of giving people drugs so they wouldn't have children and giving people drugs that would kill them they, he was teamed up with uh bill gates i'm not going to spend a lot of time because i have other stuff to talk about 
These guys are criminals, real criminals. These people are not nice people. I don't care how many millions of dollars they discovered something about the computer, whatever, whatever. Uh, they, it's uh, gnarly. So I want to talk to you about the vigilant fox, Italian health minister under investigation for murder. Now, I got in trouble because I said that Fong Lu, our local health officer, needed to be held accountable for murder. Our, our local DA and our local sheriff have no interest in, in going after this woman, even though she's responsible for propagating the, the jab and propagating behaviors that killed people in our community. We just have to, oh, it's an accident. We have a gal, I just met a gal that uh, was uh, uh, under the, uh, she was pulling into her driveway in Yuba County and she pulled out and it turned into her driveway and a, and a Harley, guy in a Harley ran into her and it killed him. She walked away from the accident and she had a blood alcohol level. I don't know what her blood alcohol level was, but uh, it was too much. And so she'd been sitting in jail for a long time because she killed one person. Is an accident. In other words, he ran into her, but she pulled out in front of him, right? But I wonder what they would have said if there was no alcohol in her system. Don't know. I don't know all the other details. I'm just saying she uh, regrets and made a mistake and killed one person. In, in the Yuba Sutter County, we have killed hundreds of people with the jab, and we're killing hundreds of people with the jab. Nobody's being held accountable. And the gal behind it all, who is was the doctor like I don't when when you see I, the supervisors yeah they they provided this system themselves they endure they brought this whole thing to us closing down the community right but they pay a doctor three hundred and sixty thousand dollars a year two thousand twenty two to give us good advice and everything every advice she gave during covid was exactly the opposite and killed. If you were in a hospital and you were trying to solve a problem that was killing your father or your spouse and everything they did was wrong in the hospital, you would sue them for malpractice. Where is the responsibility? How come government employees get some sort of immunity and they could kill people? They get away with murder. This article about Italian health minister Roberto Speranza. The quote is, he knew the shots were killing people and gave orders to local health authorities to, to conceal deaths and their serious side effects. He's under investigation now for homicide after emails revealed that from the very start of the vaccines, he knew the shots were killing people and he gave orders to local health authorities to conceal the deaths and the serious side effects in order to reassure Indian Italian citizens that everything was going to be okay and not jeopardize the vaccination campaign. I think in Italy, about 90% of the population took the jab. Ninety percent. How sad. All those people are going to die, folks, unless they got a a uh, placebo it wasn't the real thing <clears throat> i don't want to repeat the investigations are for murder serious bodily harm and more because speranza and magrini 
There's another person that was involved. Evidently gave instructions to the local health authorities to conceal the deaths and serious side effects that occurred immediately after the local vaccinations began in order not to jeopardize the vaccination campaign. Yeah, they're right at 89.41% of the population of Italy took at least one jab. Wow. So we'll see. There's a group called Listen to Me, private organization, which represents 4,200 people damaged by vaccines in Italy. Police officers and teachers were subjected to mandatory COVID vaccines throughout the nation. Also, in relate, another related deal about the, the, the jab, Philippine House of Representatives voted to conduct an investigation into the mysterious surge in unexplained deaths numbering over 260,000 in 2021 and around 60,000 in 67,000 in 2022. Like, how come all these extra people? You know, if you the World Health Organization and other organizations like CDC keep track of all the deaths everywhere and what people died from. Did you know that? And so you can look like last year, the year before, the year before, the year before about if you're someone in your family died of like cancer, lung cancer, uh, heart disease, whatever. And you can see how many people, what, how big of a problem that is, diabetes, how big of a problem that is, you know, uh, car accident, whatever, and compare it country to country to country, country, right? And so now all of a sudden, you know, in, in each country has about the same amount of deaths. In other words, they don't spike up and down. Philippines probably has about the same amount of births and deaths every year. And even if they don't have the same amount of births, they have the same amount of deaths, right? Because people die at a certain rate because the population gets older. It is it, You can predict how many are going to die. But when 260,000 excess deaths pop up, that should get your attention. Or 67,000 in a country like the Philippines. That's, that's amazing. Now I had a guy uh, reach out to me that was told me about a situation about the hospital here locally, the Adventist Hospital. And he heard me talking about Adventist Health killing people with the remdesivir and with the vent. And he says, I was active. Oh, here it is. No, he said, let me see here, man. Uh, said, back in 2021, July, I got sick with what they called the Delta variant, which is a type of COVID, supposedly. And up until that point, Uh, let's see. Oh, here, let me click on. Okay, here we go. I, I didn't have it all folded out. 
And up until that point, I was healthy, working out with weights and jogging, doing one or the other every single day. And, uh, and the media to date has never mentioned some of the variants come on as a stomach flu with high fever, so I never thought I had COVID. So 13 days later, after the bug uh, from the Chinese war room had attacked my immune system, because that's where... You, Anyway, he said I was a very sick person over at Adventist Hospital. I didn't die. And after three days of remdesivir, <laughs> in, that, uh, in that two and a half weeks, I was there with almost killed me as my organs were shutting down. Remdesivir shuts down people's organs. But my daughter, Veronica, got on the phone with the doctors and got them to knock that crap off. And right on also also gave me an IV injury in my hand. So I lost half the feeling in my right hand and have to sleep with a carpal tunnel brace every night or it gets worse. I'm going to tell you the rest of the story. When we come back, we have one more segment. This whole world's come undone. Should have mentioned that drug problem. between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. In this vote harvesting time, they use terms like the great society, or as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. But they've been a little more explicit in the past, and among themselves, and all of the things I now will quote have appeared in print, these are not Republican accusations. For example, they have voices that say, 
the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state. Or our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. Senator Fulbright has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must be freed so that he can do for us what he knows is best. Why are they trying to get the mRNA into every single thing? Every person, every piece of food, all your beef, your chicken, they're trying to put it in everything, okay? And it's all becoming clear now. Here's the best four minutes you'll spend on the internet today. for a much longer name, deoxyribonucleic acid. That's what DNA stands for. Now, de deoxy, see, that's a Latin root. If you trace its meaning, it means God. So deoxyribo, in the Semitic lang languages, ribo is the same as rabbi. Or in the Arabic, we say rab. It means the master, the Lord. So here we have deoxyribo, God, Lord, and master, nucleic acid. Nucleic means at the center, and acid is like chemical fire. So deoxyribonucleic acid, DNA. What does it mean? God, Lord, and master. The fire at the center of my being. So what does the Bible say about it? It says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was what? The Word was God, and the Word was with God. Then it says, after many days, the Word became flesh and dwelt among men. Well, see, that's DNA. So now, the DNA basically is the God molecule that actually is the blueprint for how to make a human being. Every molecule, every protein, every substance in your body was coded for, programmed for, in the DNA. But how did it get expressed as a protein, say in muscle or bone? How did that get expressed physically out of a word? How did it manifest into flesh? That's the messenger RNA. See, the, the mRNA, the the, the small case M stands for messenger. So it's almost theological. If DNA is the God molecule, well, how does God communicate with the world? He sends messengers, prophets, teachers with a message. So in the cell of a body, okay, suppose some injury took place. So, you know, suppose you cut your skin, like I got a little thing here. Okay, so a message went to the cell uh, from the DNA. Oh, there was a protein that got destroyed in some cell. We need 300 of those units to replace what got destroyed. So the messenger RNA comes out with that message to code for that protein. And then the cell gets busy and makes 300 copies of that exact protein, fixes whatever the injury was. We call that healing. 
We take it for granted. <laughs> but how did it happen? The DNA was in charge and gave a command to the messenger RNA to go make a protein. It's creation taking place in every minute, every second. Why? Because it's God that's at the very center of our being. So what does the enemy to God and the righteous want to do? Wants to send in an alien word, an alien messenger RNA. Not the word of God coming from the divine, but coming from the outside. Act literally coming from Bill Gates. So what kind of message does Bill Gates want to send in to your cells? <laughs> two or three generational genetic, uh, genocidalists. Eugenesis. He, now he, he's hated black people, his, even his, his father, his grandfather. They all believed in eugenics, population reduction, but they didn't have the means to carry it out. And so now here's uh, uh, little Billy. He's got the means in his hands to actually carry out the depopulation agenda of his father and his grandfather. Texas, sorry, honey. I suspect it will be. So, uh, anyway, he talks about being put on remdesivir and he wasn't doing well. And his, if it wasn't for his daughter saving his life, they finally got him out of there. And, uh, he got a bill of like one hundred twenty-five to one hundred eighty thousand, one hundred eighty thousand dollars that he's scrapping with them over. You remember what I told you that the you the United States government pays hundreds of thousands of dollars if you label the problem COVID and you put them on remdesivir and you put them on the vent every time you do one of the things the government said to do, they pay you extra money. Anyway, he said, we can't trust the doctors and others than my hospitalization. I haven't been to a doctor or had a physical in four years. We're just trying to survive through the tyranny. We are a patriot family that has been engaged in the fight for freedom, but we are currently in a time of watching and holding on. And uh, anyway, he just talks about the huge number amount of money he's facing and the fact is that all of this COVID stuff could have been handled outside the hospital. None of, nobody needed to go to the hospital. It's a total scam. So that's that's uh, was a local story that he sent in this last week, talking about getting sick with the Delta variant, as they call it. Uh, I want to talk about Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy now has and he's the uh, the disgraced Speaker of the House. Uh, I, I get sick hearing uh, Doug LaMalfa, who represents our area. He's uh, in, in praising uh, Kevin McCarthy. It just makes me show what bad judgment uh, uh, Doug LaMalfa has. He even had bad judgment uh, on some other. I don't want to get off on other deals with Doug LaMalfa, but the fact is he printed on how uh, 
on his website how how Kevin McCarthy was betrayed by fellow Republicans. Kevin McCarthy was held to account to even to get him elected. He it took 15 different votes. The last vote he only was approved because he made an agreement with his fellow true Republicans that he was going to behave in certain ways and get certain things done. One of them was to release the January 6th films, which it took uh, Mike Johnson, who eventually uh, took that job. It took him about less than a month. Kevin McCarthy went from January to October, didn't do anything about it. So a number of things, they threw him out. LaMalfa thinks that's a betrayal. LaMalfa is the swamp, people. He's got the smell of the swamp all over him. Now, recently, uh, after I knew that Kevin McCarthy would not stick around uh, because he's disgraced. He's got the smell of death on him. You ever have a dog get hit with a skunk and then run in the house? It's hard to get that skunk smell off the dog. And uh, McCarthy's got the skunk smell. He lied to everybody. He lied to the people he made a commitment to in Washington, his fellow representatives. He lied to his own people. He portrayed himself as a Trumpster, but behind the scenes, he was lying about Trump and backstabbing Trump. You know, people say, why didn't Trump do something? You know, you can only be betrayed and backstabbed by so many people. You just don't have time to fight everybody. McCarthy was letting it known among Republicans here that he was for Ron DeSantis. I'm not anti Ron DeSantis. I just don't want him as a president. I'm just saying, I'm just telling you the hypocrisy and duplicity of Kevin McCarthy. Kevin wasn't faithful to his own wife. He wasn't faithful to the people of Bakersfield. He wasn't faithful to his fellow uh, Republicans. He's not a true Republican. He is what they call a neocon. He likes to go to battle and send your kids to war. Kevin has not been to war himself. He wants to have war with Russia and war with Ukraine. Or, or be involved with the war in Ukraine. Uh, true conservative Republicans want out of there. Under President Trump, we did not have any war with anybody for four years. Do you, you realize that? If you just want to throw your, your young people away, then you want to be with these neocon nut people like Nikki Haley. She is a quack. And so we had a guy that that uh, Kevin McCarthy endorsed out in, uh, he looks like a farmer. His name's Craig Rydell, who trashed Trump on the phone. And then when the word got out that he was trashing Trump, then he turned around and said, I support Trump, this Craig Rydell. And McCarthy said, hey, this is the guy, McCarthy's on record as supporting Craig Rydell. He's Ohio congressional candidate, Craig Rydell. And he was exposed for his hypocrisy for making anti-Trump statements. I'm just, hey, if he, he wants to hate Trump, I'm a, I don't care. But don't turn around then when the word gets out and say, oh, no, no, I'm actually for Trump. Anyway, this Craig Rydell got exposed. So did McCarthy. McCarthy, the other woman that I get a kick out of because she's Indian Harmeet Dillon, and because she's a big attorney and has fought a lot of good cases for good causes for civil rights and stuff, she is not for Trump. 
She is playing both sides of the field. And she's coming up here, and it's, these Republican Central Committees are not conservative Republicans. They're rhinos. They are rhinos. Lloyd Layton a while back wanted uh, Kasich out of Ohio. That guy is not even Republican. I, I don't, he may be listed that way. John Kasich years ago. These guys are not true Republicans. And, and it's fine if they want to be Democrats, if they want to be socialists, if they want to be. I don't care what they want to be. I'm just saying they should call themselves what they are. And these guys are all in bed with people like like uh, James Gallagher and McCarthy. James Gallagher is just a local McCarthyite. They are not your true conservatives. And I can show you by their records. J- James Gallagher endorsed Prop 19. It undermined your, caused your sales, your uh, property tax to go up. McCarthy is not a conservative, and he's now said, this is how hypocritical this guy is. He said, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to resign at the end of this term. What's he going to do? You know what he said he wanted to do the other day? He's willing to work in the Trump administration. I'm going to have a total heart attack if Trump picks him to work in his administration. This guy is a backstabber. So is Nikki Haley. She... Do you see her in these debates? That guy's, she's a lunatic. The more I know about Nikki Haley, the the least I like her, the more I hear about her. You know, it's like somebody you see from afar. Oh, she's a hot babe. She's a, he's a real handsome guy. Oh, he's this, he's that. Oh, I wish I'd get to know him. I, he's, he's, you know, he's, I think he's wonderful. Then you get to know him. You have lunch with him. You think, I don't want anything to do with this person. That's how I feel like Nikki Haley. Actually, that's why I feel about Ron DeSantis. I think he's a great governor for Florida. Oh, my goodness. You see him in those debates? Horrible. Anyway, this Rydell, I know you're not going to vote for him. Probably most of you. I don't even know anybody listens from out in that state. But I'm just telling you how people are so two-faced. So they're exposing him, and and they showed a clip of McCarthy. His McCarthy's quotes, like, "Oh, Craig Rydell is going to really represent the conservative values in Washington D.C." So now people are asking Jim Jordan and Elise Stefanik. They were they were endorsing Craig Rydell as. Right, they all these people who you're like rah 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 rah. Jim Jordan, Elise Stefanik, Elise Stefanik is not all hot hot for Trump either. But they're exposing this Rydell guy, and I'm trying to find the guy's name that's running against him, and I just I don't know whether I can find it on here. It's too much to. Uh, the guy that's really blowing the cover on this is a radio guy named Jacoby. And uh, she, the, Craig Rydell's facing a guy named J.R. Majewski, a Trump-endorsed candidate. Now, here you got a Trump-endorsed candidate, right? In two, he was a Trump-endorsed candidate in 2002, but he lost after he was targeted by the far-left fake news. He's running again. And uh, so you would think... 
that some of these, but I'm telling you, Elise Stefanik, you may have liked what she said to this, uh, these three college presidents over this uh, Hamas situation, but that woman is not as conservative as you think. And even Jim Jordan got stumped by this guy. I I, I got to get to this. I, I don't know whether I'm going to get to it or not. Do you know that? Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, this guy, he's going to give a quarter of a million dollars to... Nikki Haley. This guy is a big time Soros style Democrat, and he's doing everything to stop Trump. The whole thing is against Trump. They're going to stop Trump. And so he's he asked the PAC, P-A-C, that is supporting Nikki Haley about uh, giving. Oh, shoot, I can't find this thing. I'm almost I'm almost here now. Billionaire Democrat. This is one of the big billionaires in the United States. His name, Reed Hoffman, H-O-F-F-M-O, a mega donor to Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, putting his support behind Nikki Haley. He's not a conservative, but he's throwing his support by Nikki Haley. He wants her as president because he doesn't want Trump. He's worth two point one billion. Co-founder of LinkedIn. You ever been? You ever seen a LinkedIn? You, are you on LinkedIn? Has admittedly visited convicted tra- sex trafficker. He he's been down screwing Jeffrey Epstein's girls. Billionaire Reed Hoffman. You you think Nikki Haley hesitated? Like these guys are raping girls down there. She's taking his money. Nikki Haley. Some of you think, oh, I like Nikki Haley. Some of you on the central committees, oh, I like Nikki Haley. Do you? How about sex trafficking? You okay with that if they're Republicans? Sex traffickers are Republicans. You okay with that? I am not. You okay taking money from sex trafficking billionaire Reed Hoppin? Went down, was running with sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein down his private island. No problem with that? You're good with that? Oh, well, Lou, you know, you just kind of have to look the other way. No, you don't have to look the other way. That's why we're in problems in the United States. The Stand for America PAC, doesn't that sound wonderful, Stand for America PAC? Bax Haley. Hoffman reached out in December about contributing, that's probably last year, contributing to 250000 He said, I'm pro-Haley. Uh, so they said, yeah, we'll take your money. He published an open letter on LinkedIn platform admitting his sole purpose from LinkedIn platform. By the way, if you want to be on that, that's a big pro China platform. I am not on LinkedIn. I started years ago. I was going to fill out a deal. I thought I don't even need to be on LinkedIn. I never finished my deal on there, but it's all connected to the Chinese communists. And so he went and posted that justified his support of Nikki Haley because he's anti-Trump. It's like he's not trying to look for a Democrat. He's just voting for Haley. He said, if America is to avoid another Trump presidency, it will be because Trump loses an election next year. If he's to lose, it will either be Nikki Haley in the primary or Joe Biden in the general. I have invested in the second stand for American PAC support. Listen, Hoffman 
and Soros and all these people. Oh, what's that other guy's name, that uh, Californian guy that worked for Newsom? He's a billionaire as well. I want to call him Stein, but I don't think that's his name. He's, he's the same. These guys are so dirty. They'll make money on oil, then they'll try to put the oil industry out of business. These people are just unbelievable. They're, he, Hoffman, Reed Hoffman, and George Soros are behind a clandestine group that bills itself as a good information, as a good information foundation. He embraces both the disingenuous and the censorious as well as the Chinese Communist Party. Do you hear what I said? Do you care about that? I wouldn't vote for Vicky. I wouldn't vote for Nikki Haley as a dog catcher. And I'm not putting down dog catcher. I'm just looking for a scum job or a terrible job. I, this gal is, I, it, when you hear her go on stage against uh, some of these other guys, I'm telling you, she is, uh, she's a hollow person. She is, uh, is Trump categorized her perfectly. She is a bird brain. Hoffman says his occasional collaborator with the communist China on a direct level as Peter Schweitzer. I don't know whether you've ever read any of Peter Schweitzer's books. He is one of the great researchers on corruption in the United States government in his number one best-selling book, red handed LinkedIn. He said is the most China friendly America owned social networking site. And Hoffman is known as the most connected man in Silicon Valley. He is supporting Nikki Haley, not because he's for Republicans. He's trying to undermine Trump. Why? Because Trump represents everything these people want, which is a swamp. They want a communist socialist government. That's what you've got to think about, people. Get over all this stuff. Oh, I, I kind of like, she's a nice looking girl. Oh, she's, you know, she's half Indian. Oh, she's, you know, she's a woman. I want to vote for a woman. You, you guys need to shape up. You need to shape up. You're voting for people for all the wrong reasons. Oh, I like their personality. Oh, he's going to do what I want him to do on water in Yuba County. Save, make me millions of dollars. LinkedIn managed to stay operational in China by remaining in compliance with Chinese censorship rules until 2021. By comparison, Facebook and Twitter have been banned by the CCP since 2009. You got to think that through. What did he, what did he give up? Did that mean he threw the Uyghurs onto the bus and sent them to prison? Do you care about that? You know, a lot of people, a lot of you people, you claim you're conservatives and you let people be put in. You'd be supporting the gas chambers today. You'd be for putting Jews in the gas chambers. A lot of you are pro Hamas. Oh, I got this. Uh, It's only two minutes left. You know, you think, oh, Hamas, you think you don't know Jack from you don't know your geology. You know, you go over there to Gaza Strip and you think you're going to go into a residential area where there's do you know there's three or four times as many hospitals in Gaza Strip as in Israel, whereas Israel's got three times as many people. Why? Because they are artillery places. They shoot rockets out of them. Do you know do you know how many rockets, RPGs, rockets and and I. Uh, IEDs, explosives, and all this stuff, and and Kalashnikov uh, weapons. 
you'd find in East Marysville or in Yuba City? Probably hardly any. Maybe one. Hamas, you go into a residential area and they're loaded with 100 rifles. Rockets shooting out of a daycare center set up to shoot out. It's totally militarized the entire Gaza Strip. It's not just Palestinian, peaceful Palestinians living together, loving life, you know, building new parks, building baseball stadiums. It's a war zone. They created it that way, the Palestinian, they call them Palestinians. They're not Palestinians, they're Arabs down there. I'm not saying everything. I, I get some people write me and say, oh, you, you talk a lot about Israel, you're just pro-Israel. I'm pro-Israel as a, a nation of righteousness because God is. But all you have to do is see when nation, the nation of any, any flavor turns against God, whether it's the Babylonians, Israelis, whatever, they get their rears kicked in, in history. Just because you say, you think Israel has a right to survive? Uh, you, you know, I, I don't know of any other uh, group that's saying, oh, I, I think all Chinese people ought to be exterminated. I think all Armenian people ought to be exterminated. I think all uh, uh, Filipinos ought to be exterminated. You don't hear that talk. Only with this thing about Israel. I think all Jews, every Jew needs to be exterminated. And I, I've told you, if you look at North Africa and the Middle East, and all the Arab nations, they got all that property, and they still got to bean up their nose about that little. You can't even hardly see it on a regular map. I'm at the end of this talk, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it a day. And thank you for listening. And we'll be back here, Lord willing, next week. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom. the dark sacred night and I think to myself